Hello, this is A.R. Bernard, and welcome to my podcast. My objective, it's simple, to create a platform where you can be educated, informed, and inspired as you navigate the intersection of faith and culture. If you have no faith, maybe you'll find it here. So, thanks for tuning in. Good morning, Christian Cultural Center. Amen. Those of you that are here and those of you that are with us online around the world, across the country and across the street, Mm -hmm. praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended. But uh, our guest um, singer, he's from Pastor uh, Scott Jackson's church. He's from Reverend Scott Jackson's church. He's uh, leading uh, praise worship there. Uh, It's New Life Gathering. And, uh, but he has an amazing testimony. We need to get, see if we can get it on video with CCC News because if you're not familiar with Chris Blue, he was the, I think, season 12 winner for The Voice. Ah, okay. Yes, he's from season 12. He's the winner from The Voice. And, 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 and you know, with, with a talent like that, and I, I believe that uh, Alicia Keys was the one who gr- grabbed him up when, you know, when she spun her chair around. do do Right? <laughs> and, um, you know, he, his passion and love for God. Is, is what's an amazing thing, you know, because he has opportunity to run from the church, you know, get the album, the record deal, get out there in the, in the, in the, in the limelight, stuff like that. But he still has his passion for God. And, and so please keep him in your prayer. Uh, I, I just, he was ministering. Yes. He's just, yes. He's just flowing. So we've got to give him more time and more opportunity. That's yes. great. Excellent. So we, we have, um, he has his Christmas uh, song that he wants to, we want to give away. Um, That's a Christmas song? Yeah, he got fancy. He's fancy. Yeah, check it out. It's the size of a business card. Yeah, it's a USB. I know, right? USB? Yes, USB. What happened to LP? LP. Long what? Long play. <laughs> no, I remember I go I remember your eight tracks in the car. You were fancy. You had two songs on one side, two songs in the other, and that was an album. That's the way I rolled. <laughs> That's the way I rolled. Imagine that technology is you can put it on a Size of a business card. Yes. And just say, here's my, my new song. Yes. I love so, it. So, uh, anybody's birthday today? My birthday was yesterday. <laughs> really? So, your birthday was yesterday? And we got birthday where? Uh-oh. This is where we get in trouble. We only have two. Friday? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> we got yesterday. Right there. Right there. We got the young lady right there, uh, standing up with the hat, and then uh, uh, right there. <laughs> Who, who's over here? My man from Friday, because I feel bad. See, <laughs> thank you. See, we're trying to get back in the building, <laughs> and. And we thank you for being here because yes. all of a sudden with the uh, Delta variant, variants 
spiking again mm -hmm. and the Omicron, Omicron. You know, it's just like this thing doesn't want to let the planet go. Yes. And um, it's just a matter of continuing to be careful, mm -hmm. be wise, yep. and to trust God. Yeah. Trust God. I, I think it's, it's, this is where you see the tension that people deal with, with trying not to be selfish and more selfless, right? So uh, some of the issues that's coming up are parents that have to work, right? They're not, they don't work the regular nine to five. They're not, you know, um, they're hourly employees. Mm -hmm. They go to work. If they don't go to work, they don't get paid. Right. So now I got my son or daughter at home. They're sick, but in order to provide for them, I have to go to work, but I have no money to get somebody to wash them. And the tension that they're wrestling with, you know, uh, of saying, okay, is it a cold, is it not, you know, stuff like that. And they end up sending their kids to school, next thing you know, that kid is, has COVID and next, it goes through. Yeah. And it's a big tension, you know, I, I used to say people are selfish, they just stay home. But the reality is, it's like, you know. Some people's livelihood, they, can't, yes. they stay home, they can't eat. Or you might yeah. get, get, lose your job. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of social forces. I, I, I will tell you, as, as you mature in life and your, your perspective broadens and deepens, um, you begin to realize that there's more to the story mm -hmm. than meets the eye. And too often, we're too quick to judge mm -hmm. from the surface. Jesus talked about judging righteous yep. with righteous judgment. We have a responsibility to judge uh, and to discern. But there are all of these other factors that come into play that influence and shape what happens and the decisions that people make. Um, more mature I get as I, as I grow, in knowledge and understanding and wisdom, um, I look at humanity differently. I've had a tough week, um, not just because of physical issues, and thank you for all for your prayers as you know, I go through this discovery process, found out that um, it's not my hip, it's a nerve mm. with the disc pressing on the nerve, and I go to see a specialist uh, this coming Thursday. Excellent. A spinal specialist to take it to the next step. So I believe in miracles and doctors. <laughs> That's just me. I'm not telling you what to believe, but I believe in both. I want to gather them all. <laughs> so pe people are excited about the, um, the uh, message, but before we get into that, uh, Christmas production. Chris thank you for those who came out to support the Christmas production in person. You know, it, it, it's, it's, we have a hybrid services, but then we have to present in a hybrid way. Yeah. And uh, so the message was, on, I, I think I really enjoyed the message um, of the Christmas productions. Yeah, and Ella Pointer and all of the staff that yes. were involved in making that happen in spite of the constraints. You know, everybody's still trying to be careful and, 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 and wise and protective. Um, they still came through. So thank yeah. you. Ella P. Yep. In the house. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's difficult. China. You like that, right? You like that. That's, that's like LP. He doesn't know about that. <laughs> but um, and, and it, was, it was a difficult time because uh, some of the volunteers that are part of the ministry when it comes to performing arts are... Broadway, off-Broadway shows, stuff That's like right. that. So they can't participate in anything outside of that show because of the 
concerning COVID. So that started, the, the pool started dwindling rapidly. So trying to be creative and develop something with the manpower we had, I think it turned out pretty good. Yeah, it's been, it's been difficult for churches across the country. Mm-hmm. I talked to pastors, uh, even volunteers. Mm-hmm. Getting people to volunteer in churches now is, is a difficult task yep. uh, in order to make things function. And now that, you know, things are <laughs> like a resurgence yes. in place, we've got to take a look at our plans to make sure that uh, things are in sync with what's going on in terms of getting back into the building. So, so as of now, New Year's Eve is still on in the yeah, building. Yeah, everything is still on. As Eight, of, 8 to 10, as New as Year's now. Eve yep. in the building here in Brooklyn. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, you know, what's nice about it is that if... if Worse gets to worse, mm-hmm. as they say. We're prepared to go virtual, mm-hmm. so to have the options is is a blessing. So we can quickly get the word out and say, unfortunately, because of the uh, COVID, you know, we're not allowed to gather for New Year's Eve. We can quickly say, but we're still going to have worship service. Mm-hmm. We're going to have still have a New Year's Eve service uh, online. So. That's a blessing. Amen? Mm-hmm. So we're ready no matter what. And lastly, before we get into the message, I know a lot of housekeeping. That's <laughs> the end of the year. Uh, that song that Chris Blue sang, um, I, I'll hide, I'll hide, right? That song was a pretty nice song, right? That is actually one of the songs that's going to be on our album. So if you're going to try to look for it, to search for it, it's not out there yet. This is the first time we've sang it. It was written by Chris Blue, Anaje. Sarah, Gordon, and Kim Harley. Okay, so you just, we just let you in. We, <laughs> our, our team has been working with Israel, yep. Darwin, and others, and we are almost finished our new album mm-hmm. that's going to be released next year. And it has some brand new songs, very excited about it. So we'll be, you'll be hearing more about that. Yep. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. Are going down. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pastor, love. Love, love, love. Love beat me up this past week. <laughs> you know, I, I, look, I get the message first, and it works me over. And then, of course, I have the joy of working you over with it. <laughs> but I get it first. So when God speaks a word, especially as I shared last week, that it's, it's just been in, in my devotional time with the Lord and him focusing on his nature. That's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about the attributes of God and the nature of God. And when considering the nature of God, it boiled down in terms of scriptural revelation to those two things. God is love mm-hmm. and God is light. Those are specific declarations. Everything else is expressed as an attribute. So an attribute are those qualities that we ascribe to God, like he's all-knowing, all-powerful, right? Um, Benevolent. But God is not power, even though he's powerful, right? We don't say God is knowledge. God is power. You know, we say his nature is declared as love and light. God is love and God is light. So it is out of his nature that he creates. Mm -hmm. So the universe that he created is created out of love, all that we see around us in the physical world. So I just put it on on the board again. So it begins with the Godhead, begins with 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity, and that's why the doctrine of the Trinity is so important, because without it, we cannot really appreciate this idea of love, mm-hmm. all right? Because if you, have a, if you have God without the Godhead, then how is the exchange of love and unity and all of the things that we know, all right, that influence and shape this material world, how do they come about? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, to, because you, you mess people up. And, and the reason why I say that is because we'll say God is good. All the time. And all the time. So we say that he is good. Yeah. Right? So not just goodness flows out of him, but he is good. Yeah. And, but you just said that benevolence is more of his attribute. Yeah. His, his goodness comes out of his love. Yes. Because love is the desire to benefit the one love mm-hmm. at your own expense. So when I look to benefit you, I'm being good towards you. So mm-hmm. it's an attribute that comes out of me. So when we say God is good, we're not saying that that's his essence. His essence is love, and out of his love comes goodness. Okay, you got that? It comes benevolence. All of these <laughs> attributes that we ascribe come out of his nature. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so God loves naturally. That's, mm-hmm. that's, and, and that's important because when I got saved, I was introduced to a God of wrath, not a God of love. Mm-hmm. So it was all about the second coming of Jesus, the judgment of the world, the wrath of God being poured out on you, no good sinners. <laughs> you know, that's what I was introduced mm-hmm. to. And that's a problem because if that's the, the, your concept of God, all right, and his nature, then it's going to leave you desolate. Mm-hmm. It's going to leave you empty. And they're, they're Christians who have a, a, raw, a distorted concept of God, and it, they, they act it out. They become wrathful and judgmental towards others because they're reflecting God. See, we're getting into okay, the ahead, message. <laughs> so, so love beat me up because now I'm measuring my words, thoughts, motives, actions, attitudes, and choices to, to the standard of love. Mm. Now, I, I was doing that, but not to the degree that I am now because this is where... The Holy Spirit has me living mm-hmm. in terms of my own spiritual experience, my relationship with God, my relationship with, with others. So when love rules, love now becomes a standard by which you measure your words, mm-hmm. you know, what you say uh, to others and to yourself. Oh, you got to say this again. Yourself speak. When love rules, it becomes a standard by which you measure what you say to others and to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you can speak words of, of, of hate yep. and, and, and animosity to yourself because mm-hmm. you don't love yourself. You know, uh, you speak words of, of, of anger and envy and jealousy or whatever towards other people. So love becomes the standard by which you measure your life, the totality of your life. And that begins that your words, mm-hmm. your thoughts are my, are my, my thoughts being governed by love, mm-hmm. what I think towards people, people who may have wronged me, you know, and, and wrong is, 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 is so natural that Jesus just built it into the prayer. Forgive us our <laughs> trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, if you trespass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he said it like, that's exactly what you're going to do mm-hmm. because it comes out of our brokenness. So love becomes a measure of the words that I use, the thoughts that I think. Mm-hmm. Love becomes the measure of the attitude, the intellectual and emotional disposition I have. 
Um, love becomes a measure of the choices that I make. So my words, thoughts, my motives. Mm -hmm. Is love the motivation uh, here? Or is it greed? Or is it, you know, revenge? Yeah. Is it self-preservation, which is, which is a problem that we're going to get into, <laughs> get into when we talk about this? Well, you know, you're saying this, but I, I know that the next step is going to be how. Yeah. Because I, I, if, if I can talk for everybody else, there are just some people that it's hard to love. It's hard to think about them through a specific lens, especially if it's filtered through love. Well, can you imagine a perfect God looking at imperfect humanity and loving them? Mm. And he sees and knows the worst of us. Yes. And he still loves us. Mm -hmm. We have not been exposed to the worst of humanity. <laughs> so one, one brother told me, you know, yeah, you know, I've seen evil. I said, no, you haven't. <laughs> I said, you have no idea what evil really looks like. Mm -hmm. All right? When you think about the savage destruction of human life, whether it's in a gas chamber... Mm -hmm. uh, six million Jews, whether it's Auschwitz. 40 million Christians who were killed in China, mm -hmm. whether it's, it's local in a person raping a woman and then dismembering her body to hide it, and he had trouble cutting it up, so he set it on fire to burn it. I mean, mm -hmm. what goes to a person's mind to, to assault the image of God mm -hmm. that is present in every human being in that way? Mm. You know, so... The violence, the ugliness of, of, of evil, you know, many of us don't experience it in its total, absolute, you know, in its ultimate personification yeah. or expression. Um, so for God to love us in spite of ourselves, that is huge. And, and, and then he says, well, I loved you in spite of you, as ugly as we all are. No one said amen to that. Because <laughs> they're probably saying the same thing I'm saying. But that's God. Well, <laughs> that's God well, doing that, right? Well, here, my my brokenness, my woundedness, as a, my, my frailty as a human being. Second Peter chapter mm -hmm. 1, beginning at verse 3, then 4, then 5, it says that we, when we become born again, we become partakers of his divine mm -hmm. nature. So if his divine yes. nature is love mm -hmm. and we're born again, mm -hmm. it means we are now plugged in to his nature. Say it, we say it. share that nature. Yes. So we should be influenced by that love that is now, that we're now plugged into. See, that's very, when you think about it, and I use the word plugged in, because love is the essence of God. Life springs from love. Mm -hmm. And when you are loved, right, the way you're supposed to be, you want to love. Mm -hmm. So it creates a circle of life. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just asking this question so that... No, that's great. They, they want you. They won't have excuses. Probably on the <laughs> chat. Probably on the chat. They're saying, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> so no, that's, that's what you do. So, so think, think about it this way, all right? You, you, you have the love that is in God, right? That's, that's who he is. That's, that's, his, that's his essence. That's his nature. Love. And remember, and, and we... we I think we put it on, Colossians 1.16. Mm -hmm. That text is important. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God. I love mm -hmm. um, the New Living Translation. It says, 
the Word was already God. God. Yep. <laughs> you know, so, and the Word was God, and it's speaking of Jesus Christ. Verse 14 in uh, John chapter 1 says, And the Word became flesh, mm -hmm. and we beheld and dwelt among us. We beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So, so we know that Jesus, the Word, is how God created. He spoke mm -hmm. it into existence. But in Colossians 1.16, it says specifically, not only were all things made by him, but all things were made for him. For him. It says all things were made by him and for him. Well, he didn't make it for himself. It was the Father loving the Son and then creating a universe of space, time, and matter, and then filling it with life forms. Mm -hmm. We, in our limited knowledge, based upon biblical revelation, know that there is an angelic realm. We use the word angel, which really means messenger. But there is a realm of beings mm -hmm. that are superior to the human species. You know, people talk, are there extraterrestrials? Absolutely, read the Bible. <laughs> So there is that angelic why, realm. Why do you do that to them? What's that? Why do you do Mess that with to their them? heads? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my job. So there is a realm of existence of being superior in knowledge and power and understanding that's beyond our human species, mm -hmm. right? So there are life forms that, that are beyond us, and there's the human life forms, and there's animals and plants and insects, et cetera, if you want to, you know, go that deep, atoms, <laughs> but, you know, so, so he, he creates this, this, this universe out of his love for the sun, because ultimately, think, think about the text where it says that the father tells the son, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool, mm -hmm. right? And then when, when it all culminates in 1 Corinthians 15, it says that the son will then turn the kingdom back over to the father, which means loving the father back. Mm. So what happens is, and, and remember, things went wrong. It was, it was broken, right? Mm -hmm. this, this circle of love and life was broken and death entered. And we need to dive into to that a little bit today. Uh, death entered and the son says, I'm going to go in. Mm -hmm. become one with those humans that I want to re redeem. The Hebrew says that he didn't take on the form of an angel. No, he took on the form of humans mm -hmm. so that he could fully identify with us in order to retrieve us because we, human beings, were meant to be a gift from the Father to the Son. We'll try that one more time. <laughs> We human beings, human species, were meant to be a gift from the Father to the Son, all right, as vice regents over uh, this planet called mm -hmm. Earth. So we, 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 we became casualties of war, conflict beyond us, and we became casualties of that conflict. Mm -hmm. The conflict existed before we came on the scene. I mean, you know, Satan was already fallen. Okay. So he comes in as a serpent to mm -hmm. do what? To lie, to yep. deceive. And the power of Satan is deception. That's what it's all about, lying. And that's what causes everything to go crazy in this world, lying. And that's why it's so bad. 
So, so he, he, he goes in, he, you know, and, and, and he offers himself as, as a peace offering, mm-hmm. right, to reconcile humanity back to God. What is he doing? The circle, think of it this way, and, and it, use your imagination, all right, because you're watching me create a circle, so you know where the circle began. But think about it. If this was a per- perfect circle and you came and found that circle, to you, it has no beginning and no end. I'm going to say that one more time. <laughs> All right? It has no beginning and no end. The only one who knows where it begins and where it ends is the one who created it. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, it, you witnessed this cre- creation of this circle, so you saw where I started. All right, but we were not around. Angels were not around when God created time, matter, and space. Mm-hmm. Got it? So He is the only one that has the concept of beginning and end when it comes to creation. Yep. But within Himself, He has no beginning, no end. So, so when 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 God, out of His love, created the universe, right? Time, space, matter, and then filled it with life forms. It was a perfect circle coming back to God until something or someone, it won't be something, it has to be someone because things don't have free will, all right? Beings have free will. Someone came along uh, or made a decision, exercised their free will to interrupt. So what happens is it's like electricity, Mm -hmm. okay? So electricity is the movement of energy, whether it's through wires or whatever. So think in your house. Electricity moves through that house, and you have outlets where you can plug in, right? The electricity is making a full circuit. It's called a circuit. Energy moves. We call it current. Mm-hmm. That current comes back around. That's called a circuit. So when we plug in, we have to, we now become partakers of the movement of that electricity, that energy, right? And let's say it's an appliance. It has to come in, all right? That's why it's two prongs, and now we have three to ground it. Why is there two? Because the electricity has to come in, power up that appliance or light, light, Mm -hmm. but then it also has to go out and reconnect in order for the circuit to be complete. Because if the circuit is not complete, there'll be no power, there'll be no light. Got it? Yep. So God's circle of love was complete until it was interrupted by sin. So once the circuit was interrupted, the flow of life is no longer full circle. So in the absence of life, what do you have? Death. Death. Mm -hmm. So death enters. And, and, and it's true in, in everything, not just in electricity, in mm-hmm. relationships. You know, so when we think about the circle of life, uh, God is love. Love created. Love gave life. Mm-hmm. So it's out of love that the life is flowing. That love is God. So it's flowing from God. So if, if we're saying that love is the nature of God and life springs from love, as long as we're connected to God, we have life. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. If we disconnect from God, 
what happens? There's no life. Yep. So when there's no life, there's only what? Death. Death. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's given us a ministry of reconciliation. What is reconciliation? God was in Christ, mm-hmm. right? Reconciling, getting us plugged back in. Mm-hmm. You understand? And, and you're not saying this because of Matrix, right, coming out? Hmm? You're not saying this because of Matrix coming out? <laughs> I'm looking forward to Matrix, but that's that. No. So, so, so love desires to give. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the circle that is created. So love gives. So it's the given and, circle of life right, through so, life. So I love you. Yes. All right. You receive that love, mm-hmm. but then it wants you to love me back. Yes. Yep. And when you love me back, the circle is complete. Mm-hmm. If you don't love me back, the circuit, the circle's interrupted. Yep. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, this is good. And it, and it, mm-hmm. and it breaks down. So yep. now there's no longer the flow. Mm-hmm. So there's a loss of power, there's a loss of light, there's a loss of life. Yeah, no, this is good, this is good. That, it, yeah, because now, and, and, and I think to take even deeper within a relationship, that's why you have to understand the different love languages. Absolutely, in relationship, mm-hmm. because that, that's how it connect. First John 3, 3.14, it says, we know, listen, listen, we know that we have passed from death yep. to life because we love. Mm-hmm. That's good. No, you're good. That's good. <laughs> you hear what that said? Yes. We know that we have passed from death, which is disconnect mm-hmm. from love and life, life of God, right? Because love and life only come from God. We don't have mm-hmm. it in ourselves. Look, we, we have batteries, but they die out. <laughs> yeah. A battery is trying to run independent yes. of some continuous energy source. Mm-hmm. They die out. Yeah. No, it's so true. And then some people, they use church as a recharging station and want to still stay disconnected. so we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other anyone who does not love remains in death Mm -hmm. so it means they're not connected Mm. so you can say you're connected all right but that connection will manifest by the love that's flowing out of your life Mm. that's good that makes sense so love created so life springs from love, and that's the circle. Love desires to give, therefore it creates that circle, like I'm talking about energy. When Jesus said, behold, I give you power, he's sending his disciples out, the 70 disciples. He said, behold, I give you power, all right? It's not that they had power in themselves. He was saying, I'm plugging you in. Mm-hmm. So you can now go out and heal the sick and preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and look what he says in John 15. I'm the vine. Mm-hmm. You're the branches. Got it? Without me, you can do nothing. Yep. But connected to me, you will bear much fruit. Yes. It's about being plugged into the source. Mm-hmm. And God is a source of love, which is a source of life. Yes. That is the, that, that is the circle. So when love is given... It makes you want to give love in return. Mm -hmm. The nature of love is to reproduce itself in whoever embraces it. Mm. See? And there are people, St. Francis of, St. Francis de Salle said, he who 
loves to be feared, fears to be loved. Mm, that's powerful. We want people to be afraid of us. And a person like that, all right, is, finds it difficult to love and be loved. Mm. Because fear is what entered when love was broken. Mm. Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So when love is disrupted, the circle is, is broken. The law of life is actually the, the law of love. So it's the law of life in Christ Jesus that made me free from the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the law of life, which comes from love, reconnects me to God who's the source. Yeah, that's good. That making sense to y'all? Yeah. Life springs from love. When love is interrupted, life stops flowing, and we begin to die. Life flows from love, and when love stops flowing, we die. I got a message. I got a message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it again. The law of life is love, mm -hmm. right? Life springs from love. When love is interrupted, life stops flowing and we begin to die. It's true in any relationship. Mm -hmm. When there's love flowing in the relationship, there's life in that relationship. When the love is disrupted, the life is disrupted yes. and the relationship begins to die. Mm -hmm. And if it's not reconciled, mm -hmm it will ultimately end in death. Yes. Now, the question is, what disrupts a relationship? All relationships are based on trust. Yep. What disrupts trust? A lie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try that again. Mm -hmm. What disrupts trust? A lie. A lie. Trust is, 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 is an assured belief in someone's character, mm -hmm. their power, their words, all right? That's, and that, that's where the connection is made. That's why mm -hmm. God is trying to get us to trust him. Essentially, if we love him, we'll trust him. Mm -hmm. See? So if a lie enters, then trust is broken. Yep. The circle is broken. Death enters. Mm -hmm. So what did the devil do in the form of a serpent? He came to Eve and he lied. Mm -hmm. He lied about God. And for the last 6,000 years of biblical human history, that's been the problem. God continues to be lied on. Yep. And that lying gets people to question God. So he comes to Eve and he, did God really say that? Mm -hmm. So what happened? She bought the lie and then Adam <laughs> believed the lie. Okay, listen, listen carefully. The lie comes. That's why Jesus emphasized Satan is a liar. You are like, you are of your father, the devil. John 8, 44, he said to the religious leaders. He was a liar from the beginning and the father of lies. Why did he put so much emphasis on lying? Because lying is a form of deception. Yep. You lie to deceive. Mm-hmm. Right? So Satan is the deceiver, and his greatest weapon is deception. So he lied to Eve about God. She believed the lie. Adam believed the lie. Trust was broken. Love disrupted. Life stopped flowing. Death entered. Mm -hmm. And it created a condition that was passed on to all 
human beings. And look at how it plays out, because love is unselfish, right? Yes. When you stop loving, it's because you become selfish. Mm. Survival of self, protection of self becomes important. So, so what happens? God, God comes to Adam, did you eat? <laughs> the woman. <laughs> See, when you, when you fail to love, you end up in selfishness. And when you're selfish, you're looking to protect yourself first. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Adam threw the woman under the bus for his own survival. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you getting this? Yes. Said, said, <laughs> the woman you gave me. Right? So he blamed God and the devil, right? So Adam blames Eve mm -hmm. and God, right, to, to, to cover himself. She blames the serpent to cover herself. And that's the whole process of what happens when love breaks down, you become selfish. Because remember, love is sacrificial. So if I love you, even when there is a problem in the relationship, I'll still cover you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when love is no longer what's guiding me, I'm looking to cover myself first. Mm -hmm. Are you all getting this out there? Yeah. How did it begin? When they believed the lie. He got them to distrust God's motives towards them. When you say God is good, mm -hmm. if he can get us to distrust that goodness, that benevolence, and that love, all right, we will begin to question God. And what happens? We unplug from love. We unplug from life. We begin to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's real. So the circle is broken, right? And, and it ends the flow of life, which results in death. So that's why 2 Corinthians 5.19 says that God was in Christ doing what? Reconciling the world to himself. What is he trying to do? Plug us back in. Plug us back in to God. So when you get born again, right, it's not like God has brought this, this life and put it in you apart <laughs> from himself. No. He's plugged you back into mm -hmm. the power. He's plugged you back into love, which is where life springs from. And that's why he's given us the ministry of reconciliation. What is that ministry? We're trying to get people plugged, plugged back. in, mm -hmm. plugged back into God, because that's where the flow of life is, all right? So notice what came in. Adam said, I hid because I was afraid. afraid. Fear leads to selfishness. Mm -hmm. And that's what comes in when love is broken. When we're lied to, all right, it creates a fear in the relationship. Mm. So, so you and I have a relationship. Someone comes to you and lies to you about me. Mm -hmm. And if you buy that lie, let's, whatever that lie may be, um, I don't really love you, I'm setting you up, or whatever, <laughs> right? Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Othello. I had your nephew sit down with me, and we watch Othello, right? It's a Shakespearean play. Mm -hmm. And what it's all about is someone using manipulation and lies that, that, that got Othello in a mindset where he ends up committing murder, killing his own wife because he believed the lie. Yep. So when you believe the lie, all right, you begin to act selfishly. 
out of fear because you're afraid that what the, that the lie is true. Mm-hmm. So you let go of the truth mm-hmm. and exchange the truth for the lie. For the lie, Romans chapter 1. You understand? Yep. I, 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 you know, um, uh, husband and wife, um, someone, and, and now on, on social media, people are lying. Mm-hmm. And they call it, I was just playing a prank. Mm-hmm. And yet people have died because so-called pranks, people lie. So a husband and wife have a wonderful marriage relationship, and someone comes and tells the woman that the husband is having an affair with another woman, right? So what happens right there? She's got to decide whether she's going to believe that or not. Mm -hmm. If she believes it, immediately, immediately in in, in her mind, her soul, and her body, all right, she stops trusting her husband. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a lie, all right? I'm, this scenario, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie, but she believed the lie. So now what happens? It changes her relationship with her husband mm-hmm. because now it's no longer based upon the trust that they had and love with each other. The relationship is now based on the lie. Yep. So the lie is now ruling the relationship. And it disrupts love, it, it, it disrupts life, and the relationship begins to die. And the problem is, let's say she finds out that it was a lie. Mm-hmm. Now the relationship has already been damaged because of the distrust. Yep. And now the husband has to forgive, <laughs> right? But then he lives with the question, Will she easily believe another lie if it came? Mm-hmm. How is our relationship now, the stability of that relationship? So this goes very, very deep in the human psyche, the human experience, all right? But fear is what rules it. So the first emotion experience, Adam said, I was afraid. So I hid myself. And what did he do? Fig leaves yep. to cover themselves. They immediately fear becomes a matter of survival. So whatever we need to do to survive, we'll do it. Even if it means that someone lies and says that I'm coming to kill you, all right? And you believe that. Mm-hmm. And the next time you see me, you're going to be moved by that fear mm-hmm. based on the lie that you believe. And you feel, well, I better kill him first. Yep. <laughs> how many understand how this mm-hmm. becomes what drives humanity, drives our fallen human condition? And we could apply it in so many different ways. When that circle of life is broken, everything goes crazy. It, it, it's true in electricity. It's, it's true in, in economics, mm-hmm. right? If, 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 if the economy's in crisis, yep. all right, people are afraid, so they're going to not spend. Mm-hmm. So if there's no money circulating, what's going to happen to the economy? It's going to break down. Mm-hmm. So what does the company, the, the, the company, the government do? A stimulus package. <laughs> to do what? To stimulate the economy. So what do they do? They give you a check, mm-hmm. hoping you're going to go spend it. <laughs> In order to do what? Stimulate Get the economy, the economy moving. So whenever the circle is broken in anything, all right, death comes in. Mm-hmm. Especially true in relationship and our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Fear leads to selfishness. 
And you could tell you're acting selfishly because you're just concerned about covering yourself. Yep. Love desires to give. Love is sacrificial. Love is redemptive, right? Um, redemptive, sacrificial, unconditional. And that's why I said I was challenged because, you know, now that love is the standard, which it should have been all along, you know, I think I just got too deep. <laughs> but just that foundational thing. How is love the standard for you? Is it the standard by which you measure your words, your thoughts, your motives, your actions, your attitude, the choices that you make? Are they in love or are they motivated and driven by selfishness? And yeah, it is not easy to love what we deem the unlovable. And what stops us is because we have made a judgment that they're unlovable. You see? Um, so that judgment is what makes it difficult. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, and look, love is not something, some emotion that you feel, because if that were true, if it was centered in the emotions, then you can't command it. Mm -hmm. You got to wait till you feel it. But love can be commanded. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm -hmm. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the two great commandments, Jesus called them. So if it can be commanded, mm -hmm. then it's centered in the will. Yep. I love because I choose to. I stop loving because I choose to. Are there factors that influence that? Absolutely. If someone can get me to believe a lie about myself, right, which mm -hmm. affects my relationship with me, I could hate me, dislike me, yep. all right, and then react to that in some way. If I bought that lie then I will act out because now love is not flowing. Life is not flowing. Uh, it's true across the board, my relationship with, with others, any relationship across the board. So that's what God came through Jesus Christ to reconcile, to bring back together. Now, what does love look like in practice? Mm -hmm. And we need to talk about that. Yes, yes. Amen. That's a good place to stop. Uh, it is, it is, it is, it is. So love becomes, and think about it, all of life is, is, is about the circle, right? The clouds gather, they get filled with rain, the rain drops to the, to the ground, it nurtures the soil, right? The plants grow, cattle eat. We eat the cattle, or if you're vegetarian, you go right to the plant. He's talking, he's talking about Lion King. And, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> our bodies process it. What our bodies put out or the cows put out becomes fertilizer, which eats the soil. I just, again, it's, it's all... Uh, long before we thought about recycling, God had already established it mm -hmm. as the order for the universe. When we, when, we, when we break things, all right, we stop the flow. It's true of relationships. It's true of everything in life. You know, it's like if, if you keep your hand closed, trying to hold on to what you got, you also prevent anything from coming in. Mm -hmm. That is so true about life. So it's about plugging people back in. And that's tough because we live in a world that is driven by fear. That is the primary driving force in human society. Especially right now. Fear. 
Whether, mm -hmm. you know, fear about not having enough to eat, fear of not fitting in, fear of not being accepted, fear of not winning an election, fear, fear <laughs> of, 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 of certain ideologies taking over the country, fear of losing power, fear, 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 fear of missing out, FOMO, mm -hmm. and the fear goes on and on and on. But perfect love casts out fear. When God's love is perfected in you, those fears begin to disappear, and it, you Amen. think more clearly mm -hmm. in order to deal with life when the fear is not ruling you. We better Amen. stop here. Yes. <laughs> good stuff, man. Good question. That's good. good uh, <laughs> I, I just look at the, 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 the tension that we, you know, we, we, we live with with, you know, trying to be Christ-like, trying to reconcile, uh, but yet you had the, the, the desire to protect, you know, from the, the hurts, you know, so am I going to be vulnerable again? What does that look like? Or, or um, you know, how, how do I, you know, constantly love somebody that constantly, you know, that abuses me? And wh what does that process look like? And so, that's the question. Mm -hmm. How do I love? Yes. In certain situations mm -hmm. and circumstances. But you said... Certain people. You said the standard when you start... The, the fact that we deem something unlovable then we, we create a standard and what could, should be loved and what shouldn't. We've judged who can be loved and who can't be loved. Falling That's right. short yep. because who are we to judge what should be? If, like you said, if God said you know, he loves you know, all of us in our, our, our worst moments, who are we to set a, a different standard of what should be loved and what shouldn't right, be loved? Right, right. And how does that work out in practice? You'll yep. love your enemies. So think about a nation, mm -hmm. all right, United States, and, and we, love our, we, we love our enemies. How does that work? Yep. So that's, that's, the, that's the question. That's where I think we would like to land at as, as we explore this whole idea of love. Because uh, for some people watching this, and I've received the messages, that's a hard task. Yeah, it's so we, very, have to, we have to take a look at it. very difficult task, especially coming from such hurt, pain, and anger. Yeah, but love is wise. Mm -hmm. Love is understanding of each person's context their experiences. Love understands what shaped the individual. The beautiful thing about it is when God tells you to love someone specifically, all right, it's because he's preparing that person's heart to be loved by you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God doesn't send you out just like that. Say no. that again. You got to say that again. <laughs> when God specifically directs you to love someone, there's a greater purpose behind it, by the way. But you can trust God because he's preparing that person's heart to be loved by you. Mm -hmm. And it may not seem that way up front, but love has the power to melt the hardest heart. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. it's, it's true. <laughs> My reader watches Hallmark, Christmas Hallmark, and all of those um, scenarios it's centered around love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, the father, you know, the son forgiving the father or the daughter forgiving, you know, the, the, you know, the, the mother or the father. You just start seeing that uh, what love, what kind of atmosphere love can breed. And forgiveness reconnects mm -hmm. when the circle is broken. Yep. If you don't forgive, you stay disconnected. Okay, we got to end here. We got <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just speaking for the people. It, it, it's not easy, uh, you know. 
But we'll talk about it. It's, yes. it's, it's not easy. It made difficult in, in our minds. Mm-hmm. So God is very easy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but it made difficult to us because we try to reason it. We try yeah. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do I love that person after what they've done to me? Yep. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I'm the victim here. I, I'm the one that should be loved. Mm-hmm. And you tell me, <laughs> you tell me talk, to love talk that to person. Some pe- I, I talk with some people. So we're going to, well, yeah. look, the whole month is it's Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. God so loved the world yes. that he did what? He, he gave. gave, and he didn't give cheaply. Nope. He gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the gospel. That's the message of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. You're unplugged from God, so you die. You are born with a terminal condition. Mm-hmm. Plug back in. Yep. The love and life. Your spirit first connects, and then it begins to affect your mind and your body. Let, let me say this to you. Um, God tells us to love, but he doesn't expect us to do it on our own. Mm-hmm. When God tells us to love, what he's saying is, surrender to me so I can love through you. So it's really not you doing the loving on your own. It's God doing the loving through you. Mm -hmm. Remember, we, power doesn't originate with us. Love, life does not originate with us. The moon, you see the moon at night, but it doesn't have light of itself. It's reflecting the light from the sun. Mm -hmm. So this whole idea of love is not you doing it on your own, by yourself, in your own strength. No, it's saying, God is saying, plug into me, I'm love and you stay plugged into me, then I can love others through you. Mm -hmm. That's what it's really about. And that's the answer I've been waiting for. And while I was driving those questions, because people need to hear, I was just receiving text messages, and it's a great question, great question, great question, and that is the answer right there. Yeah. If you think that you're doing it on your own, you're not the source of love. You cannot generate love. You're not the source. Mm -hmm. You can't generate life. You're not the source. Got it? The love comes by you being plugged into God, Mm -hmm. surrendering to the Holy Spirit, and God will love even who you think is unlovable. Mm -hmm. God can love that person through you. Amen. (laughs) Great word. Great word. Love. Love. It's like so some of us are praying like the, the when he said, how many times I got to uh, uh, forgive? 490. <laughs> Lord, help me. <laughs> help me, help me, Lord. <laughs> you know, that's, that's how we're leaving this today. Lord, help me, help me, help me, Lord. You want me to love who? Help me, Lord, help me, Lord. <laughs> All we need is love. <laughs> oh, Father God, thank you so much for an amazing word, amazing time of fellowship. Uh, continue preparing our hearts so that the best gift we can give is the gift of love this Christmas. Yes. So we will open ourselves that you can love through us. So help us become the vessels that love can flow through. We ask that you'll have your way. In Jesus' precious, precious name, amen. Amen, amen. Come on, let's all stand. And if you're in your living room or bedroom or wherever you may be, (laughs) you can stand with us. (laughs) Yeah, get out of bed. (laughs) Yeah, get out of bed. (laughs) I want to pray a blessing over you. Father, thank you 
that as your under shepherd, I can do just that. And that is pray your blessing over your people. So Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that this will be a special time as this year close out, closes out for each of us, that this will be a special time of encountering your love in a deep and profound way. Because how we leave one year determines how we enter the next year. So if we can leave this year with love, we'll enter the new year with love, but in a deeper and more profound way and impact on who we are and everything we do and touch. So Lord, I pray a special blessing on everyone in the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, let's say something good as we leave this place for never God's presence. Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord, period. We believe it, we proclaim it, and we are seeing it come to pass. God bless and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to the A.R. Bernard podcast. I hope you were enriched by the information and or the conversation. Make sure, subscribe by clicking the link in the bio to gain more information about me and the work that I'm doing. Again, thank you and God bless.